0: Welcome to the NLCC Lancaster Podcast. The following message is titled, Abounding with Thanksgiving, and was spoken by Pastor Gary Keller. We hope and pray this message blesses your life. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit us at NLCCLancaster.com. I'm only going to speak to you the introduction part of this message. Um, Let's go into the word of the Lord. Colossians 2, beginning with verse 6, as we have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. For in Christ dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. I'm going to speak to you for just a few moments from this thought, abounding with thanksgiving. This scripture says in verse 7 rooted and built up in him, established in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. You may be seated. One translation of this text is expressed this way. Everything of God is expressed in Jesus Christ. And we are given the fullness of Christ. If I could rephrase this passage, I would say... Everything that God is rests within us. In other words, everything God can be, has been, will be, currently is. If you have him, you have all of the above inside of you. Colossians chapter 1. Verse 25, whereof I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. Even the mystery which hath been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of the mystery, this mystery among the Gentiles, which... Is Christ in you the hope of glory? Whom we preach warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus, whereunto I also labor striving according to his working, which worketh in me mightily. In this passage of Scripture, Paul makes these two statements in verse 27-27. He makes a strong, compelling argument that it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. My message today is simply this. If you have Christ in you, you have everything that you need because greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. Verse 27, it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. In verse 29 Christ worketh in me mightily. If there's one thing I want you to take, and we're going to leave in just a few moments, if there's one thing I want you to take from this room today, it's the fact that if you have God, you don't have just a portion of Him, you have all of Him. If you have Jesus Christ in your heart, you've got His authority, you've got His name you have his power, you have his anointing, you have his word, you have his spirit, you have his direction. If you've got Christ, you have everything you need. Therefore, when you speak, you speak as an oracle of God, and when you say, Mountain, be thou removed in the name of Jesus, that mountain has to go because you speak as God's child. Therefore, Romans 5, 1 and 2, being justified by faith, what do we have? Peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand, and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. I preached a message years ago as an evangelist. I've shared it across this pulpit from Romans 5, 1 and 2. Therefore, being justified by faith. We have peace. What do we have peace for? For our past. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter what you were, who you were, where you were. It does not matter. You've got peace for your past. Is there anybody thankful today that you've got peace for your past? That the devil can't bring it up. Oh, he will, but he has no authority to bring it up. Hallelujah. And the next statement is by faith also we have access into this grace wherein we stand. So what Paul is saying is we've got peace for our past. And now, right here, right now on this Sunday morning, we have the grace of God wherein we stand. Thank God for his grace. And then we rejoice in the hope, which is future tense. We rejoice in the hope of of the glory of God that will be revealed in us when that which is to come comes back to this earth again. When that which we know as God Almighty comes back again, his glory is going to fill this earth. Hallelujah. His presence is going to be made known. And so we've got peace for our past, grace for the present, and glory for the future. It has been proven that wealthy kids who have been given great sums of money, even though they have all this world can give them, they do not and cannot find fulfillment with earthly possessions. Jesus said, life consisteth not in the abundance of things that a man possesses. Not going to bring happiness. If having everything at your disposal produces emptiness in your life, then your fulfillment has to come from something other than yourself. And in that sense, when you look at the Lord Jesus Christ, what is the Lord God to do? If you look at that as a principle and understand that having everything does not produce final happiness, what, what, are, what is the Lord to do because, and this is my message today, I thought of this yesterday, last night, and even this morning, what, what does the Lord Jesus Christ do because he has everything? Watch this now, stay with me. He is everything. Listen carefully, Jesus Christ can never be more than he is the lord can never have more than he has he has it all the bible tells me that the earth is the lord's and the fullness thereof and they that dwell therein in other words he is all in all he is the all-knowing the almighty the all-powerful and the list goes on and on He, God, watch this carefully, has lived on this earth, and he lived here for 33 and a half years. He accomplished everything that he set out to do from the beginning of time because he was the lamb slain from the foundation of the earth. He ran his race. He has accomplished everything that he came to accomplish. He fulfilled it all when he was here. He was born, he lived, he died, he was buried, he rose again, he ascended. Where does that put him now? His satisfaction does not come in himself because he's already accomplished everything that he could accomplish. So now God's satisfaction is in you and in me. Now he gets satisfaction by working through his body, which is the church, which is you. He doesn't do this for himself. He's accomplished everything that he needed to accomplish, and now he wants to work through you, Christ in you, the hope of glory, the faith of glory, the belief in glory. He wants to work through you. If God is all and God has all, then he can only be satisfied by living his life through his church which is you and me that's why i read jesus christ Is looking for a way to bless you this morning. Jesus Christ is looking for an opportunity to empower you this morning. Second Chronicles 16 and 9, for the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth. Why? To show himself strong in behalf of them whose heart is toward perfect toward him. Can I preach to somebody right now? God wants to bless you. This is not about him. This is not about him. It's about him working through you and me. That's why we've got to walk in this place and take dominion and take authority. And what we felt just a few moments ago in this altar was the Holy Ghost coming through here, touching families, touching lives, touching hearts. What's going on today? I'll tell you what's going on. God doesn't have to do it for himself because he already is. But he's going to do it for you and through you because you are his church his body his people you are called for such an hour as this and in closing I share with you this scripture Luke chapter 12 verse 32 hallelujah this is him speaking to us and what does he say to us fear not Little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. He has given us the kingdom. He has given us the kingdom, which means the king's domain. He has given us authority. He said, I'm with you now, but I shall be in you. And while I'm in you, I'm going to go away and prepare a place that where I am, you can be also. But while you're here, whatever you do, while I'm gone, whatever you do in word or deed, do it all in my name. And so on this Sunday morning, I come with the authority of the one that's inside of me to say in the name of Jesus, Parkinson's disease. Brother Bob, Parkinson's disease from your father has to go in the name of Jesus. My friend Joe Parker has the same problem. We prayed for him this morning in the name of Jesus. How can you say that, preacher? Because we've got God on the inside of us, working through us. Whatever you prayed for, I want you to praise him for the answer in closing. I want you to praise him for what you prayed for. I want you to praise him for what you're believing in. He's able. Yes, he's able. (laughs) Brother Jeff Eden, we prayed for you a while ago. And later on in my notes, that I don't have time to get to all of these notes and I'm finished preaching, but I found a quote from you, Brother Jeff, from about 15 or 17 years ago. I write things down. And every once in a while, I'll go through stuff. And I went through stuff last night. And I found some stuff with your name on it. And this is what you said. You don't have to stand by it now. It's been years ago. But this is what you said. I'm just going to quote you. And this is what Jeff Eden said at a men's prayer meeting. And I quote, Jeff Eden said, Thanksgiving is a choice. You can look at what you have and be thankful or you can look at what you don't have and be unthankful. It's a choice, but I choose to be thankful. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Some people can't be thankful because they're looking at everything they don't have. But look what I do have, Brother Jeff. I've got his name. I've got his spirit. I've got his anointing. I've got his blessing. I've got his power looking on the inside of me. So I'm going to praise him. <laughs> I'm going to praise him. Let's stand together right now. Would somebody just praise God? Would somebody just praise him? Thank him for what he has done. Thank him for the completion that is in you. And so, as Brother Meshach comes, God's plan, this is the introduction to this message. I'm not going to get to the message. But God's plan is to bless you and keep you and overshadow you. I felt the anointing, Maria. Where is my Maria at? Maria, I felt the anointing. I felt God touch you. Hallelujah. And this is what I said to her as she's leaving to go into the armed services. I said, Maria... Moses said, the eternal God is our refuge and underneath are the everlasting arms. And I said, Maria, David said that I should abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Moses said, he is beneath us. And David said, he's above us. And then he puts his church around us. There is no reason to walk out of here discouraged or feeling like nobody loves you because underneath are the everlasting arms and the eternal God is with you. And his anointing rests upon us. So he is beneath us. He is above us. He's put his church around us and he's put his spirit within us. Watch this carefully. His satisfaction comes by blessing those he calls his own. That's where he gets, you know, it's like this. And I'm not comparing the Lord Jesus Christ to an elderly person. Okay. But there's a principle here. It's not in my notes, but there's a principle here that, that when, when, when people get old and you know what they start doing, they start living their life through their children And then they start living their life through their grandchildren. My mother flew to Texas on Wednesday, and tomorrow she's flying from Texas to California. And you know what she told me? She said, I got to get out there and see my great-grandbabies. She's got great-grandbabies she hadn't seen in a long time. So I got to get out there and see my grand. You know what? You know why she's flying all the way across the country at her old age? Listen to that, mother. You know why she's doing that? She wants to see what her and dad produced a long time ago. She wants to go see those great-grandchildren. You know what? God doesn't need anything from us, but he says, I want to see. I'm coming down to where my children are. It's the Father's good pleasure to give the kingdom. I want to see what they're doing with my kingdom. How many enemies have they put under their feet? How many devils have they destroyed? How many prayers have they prayed? How much have they worshipped me? God, it, God is he, he's wanting us just to step out and just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. And so he said through the psalmist in 6819, Repeat after me: Bless be the Lord. Bless be the Lord, who daily loadeth us with benefits. Even the God of our salvation, Selah. That little word, Selah. Watch this. You know what it means? It's 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 about as close to an anointing that you can get in the Old Testament. In other words, David would take a pen and he would start writing. Old men, the Bible says, wrote as they were moved on by the Holy Ghost. I know you're standing. We're almost done. He, the, the, the Holy Ghost got on David and David starts writing. And, and when David, as God would flow through him, he didn't know exactly what he was going to write. God's moving through him and he's writing according to the will of God. And all of a sudden, when David just can't take it no more, He just wrote something that blew his mind. He would just say, Selah, which means I'm putting my pen down and I'm going to shout. So David said, blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our putting my pin down and I'm going to shout. I wish somebody just understand that God wants to daily load us with benefits. We are his church. We are the ecclesia, the called out, the redeemed. Somebody shout with victory in this house and thank God that he's on the inside of us. And that concludes this podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, share, and subscribe. And for those of you on iTunes, leave us a good rating. Thank you for listening to the NLCC Lancaster Podcast.